So I recently purchased a new vehicle, and I want to share a little bit about that story as the basis for what I'm going to talk about this week, which is the energy never dies, or the energy should never die. However, very often the energy dies in the sales process. So when I I first approached the dealership, I contacted the dealership that I wanted to be with. I made the phone call in in order to book an appointment, come see a vehicle. The energy was amazing. They remembered my name. They called me back right away. They met me at the dealership. The front of the house, the, the atrium was beautiful. The glass was beautiful. I had my choice of cappuccino. I could have a latte. There were so many different things that were presented to me. They asked about what I did for a living, about if I have kids, all that kind of stuff. So they were, you know, really interested in me. They wanted to know everything about me. And of course, that's a normal sales process. And so, of course, being in sales, I kind of knew what was happening. But, you know, when you're in sales and you're buying something, you're not always in your sales mode. And so you just kind of fall into the stuff. You kind of know your boundaries, what you're looking for. But the energy was amazing. The coffee, the cappuccino, meeting in the atrium, the front entrance. When I left the dealership, if I sent a text message, I got an answer within one to two minutes. If I made a phone call, I got an answer back within five to ten minutes. Whenever I needed something sent to me, they had it to me within a matter of one, two, three, four, five minutes. The energy was incredible. They knew my name. Everything about it was perfect. And, of course, the car atrium at the front of the house is absolutely beautiful. The energy was 100%. It was a great experience. It was really terrific. The energy was everywhere. Then when I actually made the decision to purchase the vehicle and I signed off on the form, the sales representative literally said, okay, thank you, I've got to run. I guess it was almost time to leave and clearly in a hurry to get out of there, something he had to go to, and he disappeared. Now, what I didn't know is that the energy would die at that exact moment, and so the energy, in fact, did die. So that was just me signing the initial contract. So after it was done and he left and I was on the hook to purchase the vehicle, Even though there was remaining steps, it was quite interesting. I had a few questions, so I texted. No response for three, four hours. The energy disappeared. A day after, I asked for some photos of the car. He said he would get to them. He was just busy at the moment. Over the course of three days, through three different requests, the photos never arrived. The follow-up wasn't there. I left voicemail. It was not returned. It went from this massive amount of energy to literally next to no energy whatsoever. And so what I discovered is that I was a sale. I was a transaction. I was not a person buying a vehicle as far as this guy was concerned. For that moment, the only interest they had in me was because I was going to purchase a car. I was really basically labeled a sale. I was a sale to them. I was a transaction. This is a fundamental flaw for any company on earth. I keep using the car dealership example, and I'm sure there's amazing vehicle places out there. and In no way am I suggesting that they don't exist. But it's much more common in the sales environment with car dealerships and almost anywhere, but it's present in all sales. For salespeople, the energy dies when the sale is made and the sales rep, for the most part, disappears. And so this is a big problem. If you want to be long-term successful in sales, if you want to get referrals, if you want to have a good name, if you want to build a really good brand, The energy has to be continuous. So this is kind of what I call the continuity of energy has to be from the front of the house to the back of the house. It has to go from sales to service. A prime example, when you go to buy a vehicle, the front of the house, the energy, they remember your name, the coffee, the beautiful atrium, the cars. You can tell they put a lot of energy and time into the front of the house, into the sales side. 
So when you take a walk over to the service department, it's usually a little kind of small area. Coffee's not as good. Service is kind of different. You're a transaction, again, a number. It's kind of all different. Just have a seat over there. We'll get back to you eventually. Everything is different. And so the best companies on earth are the ones who have energy that's continuous from the front of the house to the back of the house, from sales to service. Because when that exists, that means the customer is actually important to the company. And all companies on earth that want to have a long-term success have to make the customer the very center of every transaction. It cannot be about the sale, and it cannot just be about service. It has to be about sales and service for a customer. So the energy must be continuous. It's of no value, really, if all your energy is on the sales side but not on the service side. And you go into car dealerships, this is pretty common in most places. Now some dealerships are an exception. I totally get that. I'm just sharing my experience to give you an example. Very often with companies, it's a, a people are transactions. They're not people. And so the correct thing for this dealership to have done would have been to maintain the energy. This guy shouldn't have ran out the door because it was 5 o'clock. He should have lingered a little bit, realizing he made a sale. He should have kept up the energy. When I sent a text after the fact, he should have responded just as quick as he did before the sale. This is really, really, really important. And so you want customers to know that you have value to them. The companies need to make sure that customers know that you have value to them. And when the energy dies after a sale is made, the message is clear customer becomes a transaction, not just a human being. So uh, I guess we could title this the continuity of energy, and it has to be from the front of the house to the back of the house. So if you're in sales, the most common thing you will hear is, I'm not in service, I'm in sales. When the sale is made, I disappear. That's a very, very, very bad idea. If you're going to be a high-quality salesperson, that person has to be important. Make a note of their birthday. Make a note of milestones or anything else you can make a note of. Build a profile for the customer. You want the energy when you make a sale to continue after you make the sale. So, in fact, I even recommend after the sale, send a handwritten thank you card, for example, something that is high touch. If the person you made a sale to has a question for you, respond just as fast as you did when you made the sale. Make the same response. It's important that that customer knows that you're going to be there for them. So what happens here when you do that is you become exceptional. This is where you get referrals. The reason why so many people don't get referrals is because they're good, but they're not exceptional. You don't get referrals because you're good. You get referrals when you are exceptional. There's lots of good salespeople around, but the people who are exceptional, they are the people who get the referrals. So being good is not good enough. You actually have to be exceptional. Again, I use Apple as a prime example of this. When you go into an Apple store, buy an Apple product, even online, the energy is very, very strong. They're right there. They're answering questions, ready to handle the sale. However, even after the fact, if you do need support for Mac, which is, by the way, not very often because they work really well, but when you do need service, I can get into a chat with a specialist or support worker at Apple within one minute on their website. I literally am chatting with someone within a minute. If necessary, they can escalate it within a minute to a phone call. If necessary, they can send a remote app to have access to my device, my computer, to go in and actually fix issues. But what you see with Apple is you see equal amount of energy, not just in the sales side, but you see the same amount of energy, almost exactly the same, on the service side. So you know when you're dealing with a company that has a continuity of energy from the front of the house to the back of the house, you are now dealing with a high 
quality company. But unfortunately, in many companies, the energy is all around sales, and there's varying degrees of energy when it comes to service. If you want to have a great name, you want to reduce complaints, and you want to get referrals, and you want your brand to be known to be about people, you have to have con continuity of energy from the sales side to the service side. So what does this mean? It means that it's not about sales or service. It's about people. It's about the customer. And when the customer is truly important to you as a salesperson and the customer is truly important to you as a company, then sales and service is for people. So in other words, if we were to draw like a circle, we would not put a sale in the middle and the customer outside or service in the middle and a customer outside. We put the customer in the middle and sales and service and all of that is attached to the customer. But the customer is the center. I call this customer-driven selling. The customer must drive every single process in an organization, whether it's on the sales side or the service side, the customer must be the centerpiece of it, and having a real interest in the customer is extremely important. So value adds, after you make a sale, sending a handwritten card, any type of anniversary the customer has, birth dates, which you can easily acquire the information without them even knowing because it's on the contract. Say, hey, happy birthday, just thinking about you guys, or any number of things you can do that adds value after the fact to let that person know you are not just a transaction, but you are actually important to that particular individual so that the customer, they know that the customer, the customer knows that they are important to you and it was not just a transaction. When I left this car dealership and the energy died within the week afterwards, guess what? I'm not going back. Even though the sales experience was good, I'm just not going back. Why? Because it's a company or at least this particular dealership that really didn't have the concept of energy flowing from start to finish because the customer has to be the center. I want to deal with companies that are going to put customers as the central focus of every process in the company and maintain energy front to back. I want to be able to go to the service department and have the same greeting. Hey, great to have you. This is your first time in service. Please have a seat. Can we grab you a coffee? I want that energy when I bring my car in for an oil and filter, not just when I'm trying to actually purchase a sale. How many salespeople are losing referrals and losing credibility just for the simple reason that they made the customer feel like a transaction and not like a person. It's such a simple thing to make a change in your sales process. So let me just summarize it this way. The customer is the anchor of every process that you have. The energy must be continuous from sales to service. The next thing is to think of a value add. Think of something you can do after the sale, sending a thank you card, sending a note, phoning on the birthday, sending a card on the birthday. If you don't want to take the time to make a phone call, at least send, hey, happy birthday. We're glad you are a customer. We hope you have a great day. Think about the value adds that you can add in. At number three here, you want to make sure that you are exceptional. Are you just like most good salespeople? What are you doing that makes you exceptional? So this is a good question for every salesperson. What am I doing that makes me exceptional? What am I doing that demarcates me from other people? Am I doing something unique that's going to delight or surprise the customer? It's a great way to frame it. What am I doing that's going to delight the customer? What am I doing that's going to surprise the customer? What am I going to do that's going to make the customer smile? What am I going to do that the customer is going to say, that's a different sales rep? What, what can you do, you know, creating product evangelists, because if you're exceptional, and you have, and the customer is actually important to you, you do develop product evangelists or service evangelists. If you're selling financial services, they're going to talk about you. So ask yourself the question, 
what can I do that's going to make this customer go to their water cooler, so to speak, at work and say, hey, what'd you do last night? I met an amazing salesperson. And share about your product or service and maybe acquire referrals. So ask yourself the question, what am I doing that's going to turn the customer I'm selling to into a product evangelist? What am I going to do that's going to turn that person into never wanting to leave me and every contact they have with anyone else, they're going to want to actively promote me as an exceptional person to deal with? So these are really important questions, and I'm just summarizing here at the end. The energy has to flow from front to back. That's critically important. What are you doing to make yourself exceptional and not just be like everybody else? What value adds are you giving, like birthday cards or or sending a a gift or something, or a thank you note, or whatever it might be. What are you doing to surprise and delight the customer that's going to make them smile? What can you do? Use artificial intelligence and, you know, ask, what can I do to surprise a customer? What are practical things I can do? Especially if you're on Zoom meetings or whether it's in person or otherwise, it doesn't really matter. And the last thing is, what am I doing that's going to turn this customer into a product or service event? More important, they're going to talk about you as being a exceptional and trustworthy and transparent and an individual that they want to deal with. A lot of sales reps end up in the good category. Very few end up in the exceptional category. What are you doing to demarcate yourself and make you different from every other insurance rep or every other RESP rep or every other car salesperson or every other retail person? What are you doing that goes beyond just the transaction and the sale and makes people feel special? What are you doing that makes people want to come back to your store, your retail store, your car dealership, or whatever it might be? What are you doing that's exceptional and demarcates you from other people? The continuity of energy from the front of the house to the back of the house is what makes you exceptional. It's what makes a company exceptional, and it's what's going to drive referrals is this exceptional behavior. Customers are important, and I believe we should operate in the best interest of the customer, but go beyond just operating in their best interest. What value adds can you add that that customer knows that you are really important to them? I hope you enjoyed this today. It's a simple 15-minute thing that I'm doing here to drive home the importance of ask yourself these questions and watch how it will change your selling. 